This podcast is brought to you by MonthlyChallenge.fit. It's like Weight Watchers better help and the biggest loser had a baby. Check it out, MonthlyChallenge.fit. Logical Weight Loss Podcast number 62. We're going to talk about the flat belly diet. And hey, all that negative talk, that little voice in your head that's always putting you down, it's time for him to shut up. Welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, where we take a no-nonsense approach to weight loss. We left our excuses in the past, and we've forgiven ourselves for abusing the gift that is our bodies. From this point forward, our health is more important. We will stay focused. We will stay determined. We will sacrifice now knowing that it's not going to be easy so that we can live a better tomorrow. We understand that weight loss is a marathon, not a sprint. It's about making lifestyle changes and that the only person who can stop you is you. You know where you are now and you know where you want to be. The new you begins today. Let's go. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it. Thin. I want to try it. Thin. But I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to do to die it. Thin. Won't tell you lies. Thin. I won't smaller thighs. Thin. But I realize I guess I'll have to exercise. I guess I'll have to exercise. Hey, how's it going? Welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. And if you're a regular listener, you're going to go, man, Dave spit out three shows this week. What's up with that? Well, if you've been listening, you know that uh, I hurt my back earlier in the week and have been sitting around doing nothing and I'm bored out of my gourd. But when I can't work my body, I've been working my mind, which actually is probably the most important part of any kind of fitness routine. Because if you don't believe that you deserve to be thin. If you don't believe you can be thin, if you're just like, I've always, I was watching The Biggest Loser and the guy on the treadmill didn't think he could run seven miles an hour, didn't think he could go. And, he, and, and she was like, what? What's the problem? He goes, I've just, I've always been fat. So to him, it was like, why am I doing this? This guy's lost over 30 pounds. He actually, unfortunately, got kicked off. But it was all about, and, and she mentions this over and over and over, you have, half the time, the part where the pounds just shed off is when the person fixes their brain. And so today I'm going to talk about stopping negative talk. And as I was lying on my back being heated and vibrated, <laughs> I, I thought a lot about this. Like why, why did I let myself get this way? And there are a lot of things in my life that didn't always go well and may have led to my negative talk. So we're going to talk about negative talk and that as well as we're going to talk about the flat belly diet. Oh boy, here we go again, uh, right after this. Hey, in the same way that the most important part of doing a podcast is your microphone, the most important part of doing exercise is your shoes. You got to take care of your feet. And if you go to finishline.com and put in the coupon code MEVIOMUSIC, that's M E V. IO music, you'll get 15% off at finishline.com. Now, if you order something online and it shows up and you don't like it, you can take it back to any of their 700 in store locations. That's right, finishline.com, coupon code MEVO music, get 15% off today. All right, well, we talked about emotional eating and things like that. A lot of times, people, even on if you watch Diet Tribe on Lifetime, uh, these ladies are, are losing weight. 
and a lot of them have spoken about how when things go bad, you just start to think that you don't deserve it. That, you know, life just has dealt, you, you've been, you've drawn the shortest straw. And uh, when I was growing up, my brother had a joke. And, and I knew it was a joke, but I also kind of thought, he might be right about this. And he called it, and, and for the record, my brother is the only person that can call me Davey because I'm his little brother. Uh, he still calls me Davey, and yes, I still call him Dougie, and he's 50. <laughs> Which our our wives and, and, and fiancés kind of look at us like, you guys are weird because I'll pick up the phone. Hey, Dougie. She's like, Dougie, what? Anyway, I drag, I digress. But he said I had Davy luck, and, and I would actually tend to wonder, you know, maybe I do. And this is going to sound like a giant pity party, but it's just things as I've been sitting here thinking. And, well, I'm just going to go through this list, and we're going to talk about what to do about this. When I believe I was 13, I know I was in junior high, my family had a really hard time, and we actually ended up on welfare for a small portion of that year. And it was my birthday, and it might have been my 13th birthday, because I think I remember it being kind of special, and I guess because I was a teenager. And I got one thing. It was a UFO record. For those of you that remember UFO, Too Hot to Handle, Dr. Doctor. Uh, and that was it. And See, the interesting thing is every year, my brother even laughed uh, and said, hey, Davey, your birthday's coming up February 8th. You know, did you make your list yet? Because I used to make a list of like eight or nine things, usually beginning with an album, an album, more music, more music, and some guitar strings because I'm a musician. And uh, I got one. I got one item. And I remember thinking, and my mom tried to explain to me that it wasn't that I was a bad kid or that I didn't deserve more, that just things were tight, really, really, really tight. And that uh, that's always going to get. But but I think subconsciously I somehow thought that I, I should have gotten more, which is bad. I got a gift. You know, you don't lick a, you don't, well, you don't lick a gift horse in the mouth either, but usually you don't look them there. But if you want to get personal with a gift horse, I wouldn't lick it either. Uh, most horses don't like being licked. They have big teeth. And uh, I remember when I finally hit a growth spurt in ninth grade, we had just bought all my school clothes, and I literally grew. Well, I, I over a summer, I grew an inch a month. And so, again, we weren't on welfare, but we were poor. I didn't know we were poor till later, but we were poor. And so my mom had to hem fabric on the bottom of my brand new pants because I outgrew them like, you know, a month after I bought them and she couldn't find the same color fabric. So I had like two toned pants. I looked like some kind of weird hippie where I would have these light blue pants with a dark blue inch at the bottom. I looked like a total freak and it just screamed, look at me, I'm poor. And again, it made me very self-confident, self-conscious, it made me hate going to school. 
but it also let me know who my true friends were. That's the other thing. Um, later, and so what did I do? I decided to go to work, and I was a. I, I, that's the other thing that dawned on me. I've been working since I was thirteen. I had a paper route, this and that, and one of the things I bought was a a moped. And not only was it a moped, it was the fastest moped in the neighborhood. And I was king of the road, baby. And silly me, I let my dad drive it, who was uh, a truck driver. So he could handle 18 wheels. But it, to make a long story short, a moped has the direct opposite start and stop mechanism of a motorcycle. And my dad had driven motorcycles and basically went to stop. And in the process of stopping, gunned it and wrecked it. And it never was the same. Again, Davy Luck. I don't deserve to have anything good. Speaking of dad being a long distance truck driver, anytime I went to any kind of church picnic or anything where it was father Sunday, that wasn't happening because my dad was in Indiana. My dad was in California. He was in Michigan, wherever he was home on the weekends. But as a long distance drive truck driver, he was not around during uh, the week. So again, I felt different. I didn't feel normal, uh, things of that nature. And, and we could all go on. I mean, we all have stories like these, right? And so when we go to lose weight and things don't go our way or it's hard, you, you're going to hear that voice in your head that says, look, you've always been fat. Why are you even trying this? You know, you're fat. You're just fat. Accept who you are. Or, you know, maybe there's something that says you don't deserve to be thin. You know, it's just Davy look that you got the fat gene. You've got to stop the negative talk. You have to reverse it. And that's where things like starting off the day saying something positive can really help to change that negative talk to build your self-confidence because you will as you change and you start to drop pounds, you will get more confident. That's the greatest thing about when the scale finally starts to move. That feeling is addicting and it really does help you to believe in yourself, to change that negative thought. But there are times when you have to convince yourself and that's where you can say things like, I know what I want in my life. I am focused and prepared to do whatever I have to to achieve what I want. My fears are irrational. I will face my fears and overcome them. I will be successful in every area of my life. I will have the happiness and contentment I deserve. I am a good person and a valued friend. I am a good wife to my husband. I am a good husband to my wife. I'm a good mother. I support and encourage my children. They are the apple of my eye. I'm a valued employee and whatever your job description is. I am skilled and qualified for a leadership position in labor and or whatever, again, your job is. I'm a valued member of the community. Just keep telling yourself that you, you do deserve this. You deserve to feel great. You deserve to look good. And don't let anybody tell you that you're not. When I hurt myself, shame on my fiance. She said, I told you so. I told you you're going to get hurt. You're pushing too hard. And, and I understand what she's saying there. And I looked at her and I said, you know what? I'm proud that I got hurt. I'm not, I, I said, I did something stupid. I'll be the first to admit that. I said, but 
at least I'm pushing my body. I said, I push too hard. Yes. Will I do this again? Hopefully not. Hopefully I'm going to learn from my mistakes. But, uh, you know, people that are like, see, if you don't exercise, you don't get hurt. Uh-uh. Not going to let them change my mind at all. So, and that's why, you notice we, we kind of have that little longer intro now about we understand that this is going to require sacrifice, that it's not going to be easy. That's kind of my mantra. And I need to, you know, if you get a chance, send me an email, davidlogicalloss.com or, or call in your comments, 888-563-3228. Is that intro too long? Is that annoying? Now, the good thing is if you listen to the end of that intro, look at the time. And if it's like, I don't know, a minute, five seconds, you, and you want to skip it, you know, you can fast forward to just a minute five and, and you'll skip that whole thing. But that's, that's kind of like my little mantra, my little affirmation, just reminding myself that, okay, you're right. This isn't going to be easy. It, it can be fun, uh, but it's not going to be easy. And you're like, wait a minute, you're going to tell me that something hard can be fun. Yeah. I don't know if it's fun, but it's rewarding. And I'm, I'm really missing exercising. I might actually exercise ever so slightly today. I might act, and this is what I'm going to do. Uh, cause my gazelle does work my back. I'm thinking of doing laps around the pool table again. Nice cushy carpet. Just walking, you know, no, no real impact. Things like that. I got to get up and move. Got to get up and move. All right. I got an email prevention magazine is not a horrible magazine. It has a lot of advertisements in it. I've actually almost, it's the one that you usually see at the checkout counter. There's a lot of advertisements in it. They do have some articles, but man, it's like good article, good article, advertisement, 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 advertisement. Oh, here's an article. But they're pimping this new thing they've created called the flat belly diet. Um... Shed 15 pounds in just 32 days and flatten your belly for good. Well, that's uh, two pounds every day. That's not good. It's not safe, not healthy. And I'm really surprised they're doing this. Here's what you, you get in the flat belly diet for anti-bloat jumpstart. Four-day anti-bloat jumpstart. The flat belly diet quick and easy eating plan scrumptious healthy foods that melt away your belly and keep you energized 28 day flat belly workout well here's the novel idea you mean you have to exercise to lose weight we've been talking about that for a while go mediterranean with hundreds of mufas and well here they have a video at amazon let me play a little bit of this I've lost a total of seven pounds on the flat belly diet. I wanted a diet that people said made them feel fantastic. I lost six and a half pounds. I've lost 15 pounds. You guys look fantastic. I've lost five pounds. It feels good and almost two inches off my waist. I lost um, 12 pounds during the first 31 days, uh, three and a half inches around my waist. I was full all the time. The food's delicious. The meals are very satisfying, and I can still maintain my exercise level and not feel hungry. I got into a tight pair of skinny jeans, which made me very happy. It's 
really based on a lot of very natural foods and it's been easy to incorporate it. Well, the visceral fat targeting is really coming from the MUFAs. It's one of my favorite words. MUFAs is a monounsaturated fatty acid food. The latest research shows that they target fat in and around the belly area, especially visceral fat. So we have a MUFA at every meal. We're just incorporating those MUFAs. I have a lot more energy, I have more confidence, I just feel great all over. <laughs> I plan to stay with it. I don't even really like to think of it in terms of a diet, but just a change in your eating style. I am feeling really good. I'm running. I never thought there'd be a diet where you're not hungry. It definitely works. I'm happy. All right. Uh, now, again, I'm not a doctor, but calories in, if those are more than the amount of exercise and the calories that you're burning, you're going to get fat. And I don't know that if I eat a donut, it's automatically going to go to my left hip. It's it's your your body stores fat wherever it's wherever there's room left to store the fat is what I've read over and over and over and yes there is a certain type of fat around your belly that's what that one there's a pill that's supposed to help dissolve that fat too come on people and what do you know all those people were saying what yes I get to exercise I've got enough energy to exercise I can exercise I've been you know blah 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 and so it's not really and I get I would bet these meal plans are healthy they're balanced so let's see people are eating a well-balanced meal and they're exercising and lo and behold they're losing weight why because they're on the flat belly diet Come on. This is why the diet industry is like an eight bazillion, gazillion, trillion, Google alien business a year. Because people buy into this. And do you know that I can almost guarantee you that, what, what was the one thing? The four day, do you not get this? The four day anti bloat jump start. Almost every diet book has some sort of jumpstart plan. Why? Because here's the plan. We're going to jumpstart you and probably make you lose a lot of water weight or something like that. Something that's going to make the scale move quickly so that you can get excited and go, oh my gosh, the flat belly diet is working. Isn't this marvelous? Marge, Marge, I've lost six pounds on the flat belly diet. Oh, I'm turned into Catherine Hepburn, you old poop. Norman, Norman, I've lost four pounds. That's good, dear. All right, go watch on Golden Pond. And uh, so you get this instant fat loss. You start telling all your friends, well, how did you lose it, Marge? I'm on the flat belly diet. So they go do it. And then and then, eh, if you don't keep up with it, you're going to find out. And I always want to say four pounds of what? Marge, you lost, Marge, mm, homie, I lost four. I can't do my... I can't do March, March, Homer. No, I can't do March today. You know, I lost four pounds, homie. Marge, uh, Marge, maybe I should get on the the flat belly diet. No, I like my flat belly. Ooh, donuts. You know, you can't. But that that push then leads to word of mouth, and then everybody's talking about the flat belly diet, and I've been seeing it all over the place. Flat belly diet, it's the new thing. So, it's not. 
It's called eating sensibly, eating nutritiously, and exercise. That's, you know, the smash diet, Dr. Ian. I haven't read that book. It's one of the few books I haven't read that I actually got a lot of. He's got a new book out, The Four-Day Diet. Ugh. And I bet that diet has something that makes you lose a lot of weight up front, in the middle, has a meal plan, has a bunch of exercises for you to do, and oh my gosh, it works. Eat sensibly and exercise. But you're not going to eat sensibly, and you're not going to exercise if you don't think you deserve it. And you do. You've got to stop the negative talk. So I've got, now this is where things get weird. Other podcasters don't do this. I'm going to recommend other podcasts to listen to. One is a client of mine called the Yes You Can Show. And I've only listened to a couple episodes of his, so I can't vouch for his older stuff. But he just did a podcast about the Obama effect. And I'm going to paraphrase, but basically they took a bunch of African-Americans and a bunch of white folk and they had them do a test, a written test. And let's say the, I don't know, the white people got uh, 12 out of 12 and the African-Americans got 8 out of 12. Okay. Obama becomes president. And now they take that same test, give it to the same people. Guess what? The African-Americans now are scoring higher I'm not sorry. Well, they're, they're scoring just as high as the white folk. Why? The Obama effect. The fact that, hey, I can do this. There are no limits to what I can do. And that's half the battle of weight loss. Fixing your brain. That Chantel Hobbs book I was reading was all about fixing your brain. That's really... You know, we talk about working the biggest muscle, working your butt, working your thighs and your legs and your back and all those big muscles, but it, it doesn't matter unless you've got your brain fixed because the brain, the brain is what's going to stop you. You know, he's talking about only you can stop you and you got to fix your brain and you got to start thinking positive about yourself because you do deserve this. You deserve to feel great. You deserve to live longer, to see your kids and your grandkids and your great uncles and your great nephews and nieces and grow up you deserve this you do quit arguing with your no maybe you should start arguing i was gonna say quit arguing with yourself maybe you should argue with yourself definitely if that if that negative speak comes up just flip it off flip it the bird and say nope i'm sorry this is the new me so all that stuff that happened to me that's in the past and most of that was not my fault had nothing to do with me Zero. I live to tell. And I'm in control of my body. I'm in control of my situation. Even if I don't, even if you're worried about your job, you are still in control of what goes in your body. And if you're not hungry, food is not the answer. It's not. And you can do this. You can do this. The one thing was interesting as we head towards the door here is... I was watching Diet Tribe, and I don't like it as much as The Biggest Loser, but it is a little more on the emotional side as opposed to the fitness side. It's more of the emotional struggle of these women that are trying to lose uh, 30 pounds in 90 days, and they're doing it, by the way. They're all going. In fact, many of them are going to exceed their goal, and they had to climb a 40-foot rock wall this week, and they all looked at it and went, "Uh uh-uh, no way I can do that. No way I can do that. 
One girl was petrified of heights. She climbed right up that thing. And at the end of it, they went, wow, I, I can do this. I didn't think I could. I know there was no way I could a couple weeks ago, but I can now. And so don't get stuck on the I can't do it because you can. You can. And if that's not enough to get you off the couch, think about this. It's a scientific fact that getting active can reduce your risk of cancer. The American Cancer Society recommends at least 30 minutes of moderate to vigorous physical exercise on a five or more days a week plan for the maximum benefits. You know, so it's not hard to get motivated to peel your butt off the couch when you look at those numbers. You know, at least a whopping 50% of cancer deaths in the United States could be prevented just by making small changes to lifestyle and health habits. That works out to 280,000 lives saved a year. So whether you're starting a new fitness you know, regime, maybe you're going to join us at the 12-week challenge. Go over to LogicalLoss.com forward slash 12 weeks. I'm, that's one of the reasons why I'm really trying to get my back in shape. That starts next week. So if you've been thinking about signing up, it's just a one-time fee to cover all the materials that you're going to get all the bandwidth, it's going to be, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And the reason I, I started this is because I want to challenge myself. So go over to LogicalLoss.com forward slash 12 weeks. So, so whether you're starting a new fitness regime or you're just renewing your commitment to being fit and healthy, think about how much you're doing for yourself and your loved ones by taking care of the body that you're in. You only get one. You only get one body. So take care of it eat right, lose weight, live long. You can do it. Come on. If uh, if you like this episode and you want the back episodes, it's real easy. You can just go over to LogicalLoss.com forward slash premium. The first month is only a buck. After that, it's $3.99. You can cancel any time. Again, would love to have you all on the Logical Weight Loss 12-Week Challenge. Go out to the website, LogicalLoss.com. I've made some videos for spark people because I always talk about you need to track what you eat. You need to track how you do your exercise. I made some videos because spark people is free. I'm still using my diet power software. You can get $5 off that at dietpower.logicalloss.com. I'm still using diet power and I'm still using my Vita one software. So I'm actually doing that. Uh, and probably during the 12 week challenge, I will be using spark people just so people can see what I'm doing. So, uh, I'll put a link to that out in the show notes at LogicalLoss.com. Look forward to everyone joining me. Who wants to be thinner by spring? I do, I do. Come and join me at LogicalLoss.com forward slash 12 weeks. That's one, two weeks. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. If you're listening to this on a website, please consider subscribing to us for free in iTunes by going to LogicalLoss.com forward slash iTunes. You can contact me via email by sending an email to dave at LogicalLoss.com or call in your comments toll-free, 888-563-3228. You can sign up for our free newsletter and participate in our forums at our website, which is LogicalLoss.com. Our theme music is courtesy of SkinnySongs.com. Thanks again for listening. You know, they say knowledge is power. Knowledge is only power when it's acted upon. You can do this. Live right. Lose weight. Live long. I just wanna be thin.
don't deny it then I wanna try it then But I can't buy it Guess I'll have to just to die it then Not tell you lies then I want smaller thighs then But I realize I guess I'll have to exercise 